listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. I'm Sherry Crop, And I'm Gab McRoberts, and we're your host for this podcast. The Fayetteville 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. And on our show today, Alex Baker with the city's Economic and Community Development Department is joining the Fayetteville 411 to talk about their upcoming citizen feedback outreach they do every year that guides how federal funds are spent in our community. Welcome, Alex. Thank you for having me. Now, every year your department solicits uh, feedback from citizens. Uh, Tell me more about why your team does this every year. This is part of our citizen participation plan. These are entitlement funds sent here on behalf of low to moderate income citizens and residents of the city of Fayetteville. And so in order to better serve them, we need their input on the challenges that they face and how we can best help them. Now, I understand this is is kind of part of the federal grants. When you have these programs, you have to go through the citizen feedback. So why does the government want, um, you know, our organization to, to, to solicit the feedback from, says, from residents. It's important that we understand the challenges they face and design programs that actually assist them with deliverables, deliverables that improve their life. And um, once all of the feedback and the comments are received from citizens, what do you do with this information? All comments are accepted. Uh, we take those comments and we... Um, include them in our plan that is submitted to the Federal Redevelopment Commission, which is a city citizen body that advises the council. Um, they incorporate any of those comments that may be received in their, their version of the plan, and then they submit that to the city council. The city council will also hold another hearing, uh, and all those comments will be used to inform the city council about the proposals and the needs of the citizens. And then ultimately, um, all these comments from all these different activities are included and submitted with the plan to HUD. Now, I understand you guys have several different plans. There's like your your short term that kind of guides how your or funds are spent over the next year. But then there's also a five-year plan that kind of lays out the more long-term vision of what you're looking to accomplish. How, how does these comments factor into the planning uh, for these two different plans? We do a five-year consolidated plan is what it's called. So we just wrapped that consolidated process up last year. And that lays out the vision of what we would like to see for the next uh, near future with these funds. Um, It takes time to plan affordable housing activities and projects, and so that helps us. And then each year within that five-year, we do an annual action plan to help us meet those targets, goals, and objectives outlined in that five-year plan. So we're coming up to a new year that starts in July. So this is our attempt to say, here are the consolidated goals that our our city uh, and the council approved, uh, and these are are our objectives in our program to meet those goals. And so we're soliciting if we've missed anything and give people the opportunity to provide feedback. So, Alex, from some of the past meetings that you've had, um, give us some examples of the programs that have been funded by HUD and um, the home grants in the past. 
Sure. Um, we have a home buyer program that helps people become prepared. Um, that has come from previous meetings. Um, we have a beautification program. Um, people wanted to have a more desirable entranceway to their community to foster pride. And so those are some of the programs that have come about. Now, I, I know in years past you would hold uh, citizen feedback forums and rec centers. Uh, this year is probably a little bit different because of COVID-19. You're not able to do what you normally would do. So what are you doing this year differently um, than in years past when it comes to soliciting that feedback from residents? It has definitely been challenging to engage citizens and to promote our programs over the last year um, due to social distancing, um, the rec centers and libraries being closed. Those are traditional places that we hold those public meetings. So this year what we had to do is amend our plan uh, to allow for um, Zoom meetings and teleconferences, town halls, if you would, uh, so we will host two of those, and then we also have kept the 30-day comment period where people that may not be able or comfortable using Zoom to attend those virtual town hall meetings uh, can comment by email. And uh, so if, if people wanted to uh, leave these comments, they couldn't make it to the meeting, um, how, how would they do that? What's that email address? They can email us at... Uh, C-O-M-M-E-C-O-N-D-E-V, and that stands for Community Economic Development at ci.fay.nc. But it may be best to go to our website, uh, fayettevillenc.gov, and go to ECD, and you can find that link there to that email address and email us. Or you can always call me, and I'll send you the link and send you the email. Now, what we'll do with this show, we'll make sure we'll put the link and the email address into the show description. So for all our listeners who are joining us via uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, or Listen Notes, you can just be able to click on the link there um, so that if you're listening, you're driving, you don't have to try to write this down. Uh, so once again, that website is favelnc.gov slash ECD. And uh, uh, we look forward to get those uh, feedback from everybody because uh, I think it's important. You know, with uh, the federal funds that come in, they have a big impact on what really happens in our community. Now, Alex, um, we've talked about the virtual meetings, but when do they take place? Sure. Um, the first virtual meeting will be March the 16th. That will be at noon. Um, and the, the link is real c easy. It's fayetteville.nc.gov, ECD, Zoom. And they can get all that information on the website, right? Mm -hmm. okay. okay, you straight to the Zoom link, the time. The second one will be Thursday, um, March the 25th, uh, and that one will be in the evening for those that couldn't make it to the noon session. That will be at 6 p.m. And how long do these uh, virtual meetings last? Uh, ever how long the discussion goes. We allot two hours um, to hear whatever members have to say, but we'll stay there till the dialogue is complete. It is a feedback and a listening session, so I'll be there to hear and to record as long as the conversation goes. Now, we talked a little bit about uh, some of the, the federal grants and uh, the, the CDBG funds. We talked a little bit about the home grant. Can you help define what those funds are uh, and how they can be used within our community? Sure. 
we receive two types of entitlements uh, through the Housing and Urban Development Department, HUD, as it's commonly called. The first is CDBG, and that stands for Community Development Block Grant. And that money is targeted particularly to assist low to moderate income. Uh, and when I say low to moderate income, you're talking about a family of four that makes under about $52,000 a year. Um, that, those are the groups of people that we're targeting, targeting to help with issues they may face in their daily life. Um, it helps people and low-income communities. So we have several communities that are in what we call a low-income census tract. So we can do community activities that target and benefit the larger population as well with those funds. The second is the home partnership funds. And we use that to really create affordable housing options within our community by single-family and multifamily dwellings. And who are some of the community partners that you work with? Sure. We operate and support many of our local nonprofits. Uh, this year in our proposal, we have one of the greatest maximization uh, of those partnerships. Um, and then we also work with uh, contractors and something called CHOTOs. Uh, and CHOTOs are um, someone like Habitat for Humanity. But we can also work for for-profit. CHOTOs are typically nonprofit, but we can also work with for-profits and also do low-income tax credits for people to come in and build, say, 100 units of apartments or condos and townhouses. And we can partner and invest a portion of the total cost and then secure a number, say, out of that 100 uh, give $200,000 and secure 25 of those 100 units that are not going to be market-based driven by rent, but set at 30% of that person's household income. Um, so that helps make housing affordable so that they're not burdened by 50% of their, their income going to housing. Alex, for our listeners, explain what CHODO is. Community Housing Development Organization. It is a nonprofit entity uh, that works to build affordable housing for people that traditionally may not have been able to, to enter a traditional loan or financing. Um, one of the common most people would know would be the Habitat for Humanity model. It's not the only one. We also have Kingdom CDC here locally. Um, both of those entities uh, work to, to place people that have the money and may be able to pay rent, um, but sometimes homeownership is out of the grasp, but they make it possible, whether it's sweat equity or some uh, financing. Well, we have about two minutes left in the show. Uh, also understand that um, with the grants, it is specifically targeted. You're only able to use maybe 15% of that funds, I understand, for public service spending. Tell me a little bit about that and what that um, includes when we talk about public service spending. Yeah. Uh, briefly, I'd like to say that we're proposing to allocate $755,000 for small businesses and economic development activities. We're proposing one point. $1 million for housing repair and rehab to dilapidated housing. And we're proposing 750 for new housing development, and that's that single-family, multifamily. At the end, the part that you asked me about public services 
is where we can contribute uh, to helping solve homelessness and prevent homelessness. And so we have about $90,000 allocated for that activity as well. So a lot of great programs that you have for uh, the citizens of Fayetteville. And um, the information that are received or the feedback that's received from these meetings are so important to kind of drive and, and impact some of these programs. So again, before we close out, Tell us what the dates are for the virtual meetings and where people can go to get more information. Sure. Um, we would really like to encourage people to use their voice and give feedback on Tuesday, March the 16th at noon. Also, Thursday, March the 25th at 6 p.m. You can find how to join by uh, visiting fayettevillenc.gov slash ecd. And that's ECD as an Echo Charlie Delta for our, our military-inclined listeners. Thank you, Gavin. Uh, well, you know, I couldn't resist. Well, you know, sometimes when you get a, one of those complicated email addresses or somebody says out the letters, it's kind of hard to um, hear or, mis- or it's easy to misunderstand. So I, I do definitely appreciate using those type of things. Well, Alex, I think that's going to wrap it up. I really want to thank you for coming on and sharing the information about the upcoming sessions that are going to be held virtually uh, this year to solicit the feedback related to HUD and the home grant. Um, I think it's a very important work your department does in helping um, residents in our community, um, people to be successful and to uh, achieve their dreams like uh, so many other people in our community are able to. Uh, So, Alex, again, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Now, listener, I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the Fable 411. You can subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music podcast portal. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can also view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at fayettevillenc.gov. Thanks for joining us.